Hello and welcome to the Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. It's the podcast that invites you to come find yourself. So you can listen to this and go, thank God for that, it is not just me. And I can speak to you and say, it's not just you, it is also me. Something I noticed yesterday, I recorded yesterday's episode for a second time because it appeared that I was racing, racing through it. And I thought, what's that about? So I made a concerted effort to just relax a little bit, which um, can't not mention it. In the UK, we're quite possibly having our hottest day ever, maybe for this time of the year, something like that. And uh, it means that it's a little bit more soporific, the whole, <laughs> the whole vibe. Um, and it sort of prompted me to think about a few things. So one thing was, I imagine that some of you will find it quite hard to get to sleep. And therefore, perhaps I could record something that is intentionally a little bit slower, intentionally bit more relaxed and something that you're able to kind of just allow to wash over you, waft along and so your brain isn't going, oh she's talking really quickly, how do I keep up? So there's that Um, and I this morning did um, yoga with Cassandra, Cassandra with a K, she is um, YouTube Uh, yoga teacher and previously I mean I've been all about the yoga with Adrian because yoga with Adrian is very good find what feels good but I came across yoga with Cassandra and quite like her and she does like daily 10 minute um, practices but I thought I will try a longer one I did a 30 minute one very good I did a 20 minute one yesterday had a micro nap in the uh shavasana in the cool down moment and she closes her practices with chanting it's just a a one chant and those of you that um do yoga anyway i guess maybe chanting it once is normal but she closes the practice with om and she invites you to om with her and I guess there is something in that to sit there or lie there rather no sit there because you sit in Barakanasana or something (laughs) cobbler's pose I'm learning it's only taken me in the past couple of months something has clicked with yoga and it has been a good two years more than two years probably but at least two years where I have been practicing almost daily um but yeah when you chant at the same time as the other person I imagine there's something to do with vibrations earthly connections maybe so I'm going to invite you to do this you know me if you've ever seen me perform you'll know I generally have a view of I've got nothing to lose 
oh, what, what, what's going to happen? What is going to happen if I do my middle class gangster rap? which I do like to do at the end of a performance, it's always well received. And so I thought, what have I got to lose if I invite you to do an OM with me? So I'm going to do it. Are you ready? So deep breath in. OM. How does that feel? Relaxing? ridiculous made your dog go hmm um so that's that part one of i guess the things i wanted to offer to you today something more relaxed there's a recommendation there yoga with cassandra um i'll put a link to the practice i did that made me have a tiny little nap that's a 20 minute one i'll put a link into that uh, in the show notes and I was talking to someone that I have a great deal of respect and admiration for about kind of moving on and letting go of things and feeling more comfortable in your own skin and what it's like to have a busy brain because he felt similarly or has felt similarly and few things have been really useful to me. So yoga was useful. And to give you the context, my brain has been off the charts busy for a very long time. For probably a lot of my adult years. And I was thinking, reflecting on it. And, you know, a reflection is just a reflection. It's kind of what you remember. But I was thinking that because I grew up in a house, or certainly my teenage years were in a house where things were an emergency quite often and things were chaotic, which meant you needed to be in that fight, flight or freeze position. I was always like, okay, fine. Okay, I'll fix this. Okay, I'll find a way around it how can I make this different? How can I make this better? How can I make this person happy? How can I stop this person from being unhappy with me? What are the things that I can do? Because I guess when you're not in control, you seek ways to try to control things. And then in my adult years, and part of it, I think, could have been triggered by when my daughter was born, when my mum's behaviour got really difficult and the requests were can you do this can you fix this this is a problem this is a problem this is a problem and I imagine there was a degree of wanting to pull me closer and I didn't get to break out of that I must fix things mindset so I was like right okay I can I can visit it this time can offer money this time, I can tidy up this time, I can, you know, respond to what's needed. Um, And it meant that, I think, it meant that I was constantly primed, fight, flight, or freeze. And that spills over into all your other relationships and 
behaviours at home, I guess. So I've properly, I guess that pent up a lot of the time. Didn't always sleep well. Got stressed quite often, grinding my teeth in my sleep constantly. And whenever I went to uh, acupuncture or I had Reiki one time, um, there are a few sort of situations like that where the therapist would say, God, you really are sort of carrying some tension and emotion. I was like, no, fine, carry on as normal. Or I might say um, I would share a bit with them about what was stressing me out. Um, and certainly when I work with coaches to help me look at some changes I wanted to make in my life, there was that sense of them acknowledging, yeah, you've got some big challenges here. How can you feel good about the way in which you respond to them? And there's so much tied up in um, family relation, parent-child relationships, and you come to realise just how powerful your influence is as a parent long into adulthood. And this is something that struck me. There were things you got on with and coped with and dealt with as a child, but when that doesn't let up into your adult years or you're not treated as an adult, you're kept as a child in the viewpoint of some of your family members, you know, that is, you can't, con you, you just can't keep carrying it because it's going to leak out. <laughs> it's going to leak out somewhere. And so the things that I had found helpful in the course of this conversation that he and I had, there were some really useful things like, you know, exercise, always been useful. Um, I found Pilates useful. Interestingly, the instructor would always come up to me and say, Tony, your shoulders are up by your ears. And I found it really hard to drop my shoulders. And as I say that, I wonder if you could drop your shoulders just a little bit. Just let your shoulder blades go down your back. Just a little bit. It's taken me so long to be able to do that. So there is like high impact exercise, so running, um, more strength building and breathing based exercise, Pilates. And then found a couple of yoga practices I did actually I started doing I think yoga with Adrienne before my mum died I think but there were a couple of sessions of that I did where I bawled my eyes out and I couldn't figure out why and I was speaking to my friend about it who'd introduced me to um this, this instructor and she went oh yeah sometimes just gets you so there was definitely a sign there that there were things that kind of needed to be worked out. And sometimes it isn't the talking that helps. It might be kind of moving your body. Um, and then I got to the point where I realised that therapy would be a powerful, useful 
at all for me, a useful thing to embark upon. Um, because whilst I have made some really positive changes in my life, and I consider my decision to become estranged a positive decision for myself and for, and very importantly for my children and husband. Um, where was I getting to with that? Yeah. Oh, that was it. So I'd made this decision and made it rationally, not made it in anger, thought about it very carefully. But there were times when you, you kind of have that guilty sensation. Um, and then things would happen to remind you that actually it was the right choice. But um, yeah, I found that speak to a therapist is absolutely the right thing. And I guess it all comes about at the right time. So physical movement and working through some emotional challenges and being able to find the language for that. And that's what I found actually therapy was very useful for. So there's that. And last night I was finding it hard to get to sleep and I don't know why because I had a couple of glasses of wine <laughs> maybe that was why uh, but I felt my brain start to get a bit busy and then I thought mm, can you drop your shoulders just a little bit and I did that while I was lying in bed you can drop your shoulders just a little bit and I sort of realized sometimes when you're feeling a bit tense or it's a bit hot and you can't sleep you almost can end up propping yourself up a little bit on your shoulders so um yeah asking myself the question can you drop your shoulders just a little bit made a big difference to my ability to fall asleep so um this wasn't quite what i thought i was going to share with you but this is where we're headed, people. <laughs> and I guess the thought of those times when it's hard to relax, it's hard to switch off, you're feeling hot and bothered, and, you know, opening the windows, closing the curtain, um, it's very helpful. But also maybe there are times when just speaking to yourself to say, could I? do a little adjustment that would help me relax. I hope that you found that useful. I want to say thank you to everyone that responded to yesterday's episode. Glad you got Happy Monday story. My friend Ben posted a picture actually of Bez's Maraca. I'll get that shared on my Instagram and Facebook accounts um, and hello to John who saw them and Ben did too yeah saw them in Manchester Bristol like the first time saw them the first time around uh, and John appeared in Jane in a James video not bad eh uh, so thanks for everyone that got involved in that thank you to Joanna who and this is something that I thought was amazing. Um, so reasons to be cheerful part one, 
my first book that I published, I self-published it maybe eight years ago. Um, and it mostly charts, it, it kind of begins with that leaving corporate life and how liberating I found that and how I maybe found my way back to myself a little bit. Um, and I don't regret doing the corporate thing because, my God, it opened up some doors and gave me the financial stability and the network to be able to do what I do today. You know, let's be honest, can't all be starving artists. <laughs> so I 100% am grateful for my corporate experience. I came to realise, though, that it, whilst it had changed me in some ways for the better in quite a lot of ways for the better there had been a price to pay in terms of my freedom of expression I think I thought that um subscribing to a corporate way of being was what I had to do it took me a long time to realize that I didn't have to do that um but yeah reasons to be cheerful part one kind of kicks off with this oh my goodness, I'm setting up on my own and I'm loving it and it's allowing me to combine creativity, working with people in tech that I really like, respect, admire and having the time I want with my children. So there's a lot of that, there's a lot of talk about the early years of parenting, there's reflections on friendships and grief and loss um, and uh, one of my connections, Joanna Hughes, hi, posted a picture uh, that she'd taken the book with her on holiday to LA. And I thought, I got such a kick out of that. And it means a lot to know that whilst I wrote it quite a while ago, people are still enjoying it today. And I think that was part of the process too, of reclaiming a bit of who I am. So if you are creatively minded and are feeling a little bit squashed then I heartily recommend just finding a way to um, let your creativity out and if you want any tips or anything like that on how um, I went through self-publishing or I don't know anything just you know let me know how I set up my own business, um, how I managed to flip my career to do what I do now. Really open to answering questions on that. So it feels like, um, thanks to Joanna, my book is in LA. It went to the British Virgin Islands too. Thank you, Sarah. Um, so it feels like a bit of a bonus episode today, but um, like I said, I thought maybe some of you would want a bit more of a chilled episode maybe something you could listen to if you were struggling to sleep or if you're finding it hard to um, focus on the task in hand you could just take 20 minutes out of your day and relax with me so that's all hope you enjoyed this episode give it a share if you enjoyed it i'll be back with you tonight